Okay, what's up, everybody? To <laughs> this is, I'm sorry, this is a terrible Charlie. intro. <laughs> Charlie's just staring at me from the couch. Okay, welcome to another podcast. This is our second one. I'm joined again with Amar. Second podcast. I'm so excited for this one. This is gonna be fun. Yeah. It took us 10 years to set this up again. We're like not audio guys at all. So audio files. We that's what it is, audio files. <laughs> we spent the past 10 minutes just going check. Yeah. Check check one one. Also audio files is just a creepy word. Oh, anything with files <laughs> yeah. is creepy, you know. <laughs> Too much love for anything it's is like creepy. a tree file. It's like Ew, what the <laughs> hell is that? It's the guy who really likes trees. <laughs> okay. So today we're going to talk about a few things starting with uh, YouTube Rewind. We're obviously going to end also with the advice thing again, but we're going to start with the, sorry, Charlie's obviously. licking my lamp right now. <laughs> you know, I've been putting your cup down a lot and it's caused a big puddle of water. So I feel like he's been licking that. You know, you know what's interesting about that is you're at my house and yes, technically you're using my cup, but it's your cup right now because you're drinking water out of it. Huh. Do you still classify that as my cup? Well, well, yeah, it's like a cup half empty kind of thing. No, <laughs> like if you go to someone's house, you get a glass of water. I'm not going to be like, hey. No, man, this is your cup. Yeah, but, but it's your cup right now because you're drinking from it. Not one bit. Every time I drink from it, I think <laughs> this is Dan's cup. <laughs> I better not break it. I better, it's, you know? it's still my cup. Yeah, it's your cup, your water. <laughs> like, so if I, so if I want you. it back. like it's You like, can have it because it's yours. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, let's get started with um, YouTube Rewind. Every single year, for those of you guys that don't know what YouTube Rewind is or UMR, um, every single year YouTube puts together this video with some of their top creators, uh, some of the top memes, and it's basically this like eight-minute dance video mm -hmm. uh, with just cameo after cameo after cameo from all these top guys. This year, YouTube put it out uh, three days ago four days ago and it already has seven mil seven million seven point four seven point four million dislikes Jesus. and only two million likes you know you're doing something wrong yeah i don't know he, he, let me i'm gonna go through what, what i find wrong with it because it's actually pretty pretty bad yeah because dan is really the youtube expert here between, oh, between the two of us. And I, I just mean, think yeah. you're a YouTube expert, period. Oh, thank you. So YouTube Rewind starts with Will Smith, a Hollywood star who had no sort of upbringing on YouTube whatsoever. But YouTube's like, oh, we got a celebrity. This is going to be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Piss, pisses me off. And I think it pissed a lot of people off because we all love Will Smith. We just don't like Will Smith in our territory. <laughs> Appropriating basically the, the YouTube-ness. Yeah, exactly. If YouTube was a culture, that's what it yeah. is. You know? So that that's the one thing. Secondly... They played off of Fortnite a million different things. <laughs> the whole like, thing was Fortnite. The whole thing was like loosely Fortnite based. And we're yeah. like, we get it, YouTube. Like, you're hip. You're cool. You know Fortnite. <laughs> but it's like, can we get something else? Yeah, it's true. Thirdly, sorry, I'm, I'm going through. No, no, no. You go off. <laughs> you go off, sister. I feel like you're not going off enough. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have like. <laughs> uh, okay. Thirdly, <clears throat> they didn't use any like YouTuber music. It was like. Camille Cabello, uh, like it was all these like popular marshmallow marshmallows in it. Like, why are we using mainstream music when YouTube has created some incredible stars and also has some creative, uh, incredible original tracks too? give those people exposure. That's, that's don't be giving people that don't contribute to the platform mo more exposure. Yeah. So that was frustrating. Interesting. Another thing, it's 2018. YouTube is definitely one of the biggest websites out there. You cannot 
every single year create content with their golden children. You know, some of these people aren't aren't even as relevant as some other people that could have been in there. Shane Dawson. Yeah. Shane Dawson is one of the biggest YouTube personalities right now. Yeah. Where was he? And I, and I imagine he probably said, no, I don't want to be in it. But regardless, no Shane Dawson, no Jake Paul. No you know, PewDiePie? No. PewDiePie was like kicked out like two years ago or something. <laughs> they don't like PewDiePie. Uh, but again, like, yeah, he's got 75 million subscribers and he's not even in it. Yeah. Like it's YouTube. I love it. I don't want to sit here and hate it the whole time, but the, I've got my annoyances with it, especially because I still, I get, I get uh, emails from YouTube from a coordinator that works there here. Cool. And, um, every time there's an event or a party at the YouTube space here in Toronto, mm. I get an email and it says no plus ones and no walk-ins like you really think I want to go to a party by myself? What about what about the Jake Paul fans, the Logan Paul fans, or uh, Shane Dawson fans? Yeah. You know, not everybody <laughs> likes the Paul brothers. That's that's a pretty known fact. But regardless, they made the website popular. They deserve a spot in a highlight of what made this website popular. Sure. Um, but this whole poli- political thing is is pissing me off. And like, where's democracy? <laughs> <laughs> that's really first and foremost was the no. point here for the audience i'm trying to stay really quiet to get dan to talk more about this because i know deep down there's some more some <laughs> the, real hatred in there. <laughs> there there's a lot but i still want to keep my career yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, coordinator. youtube has um has its issues none that really uh annoy me at the moment as much as this whole youtube rewind does anyways that's i want to start off with that youtube rewind because it, it's annoying if you guys have not seen it you don't really have to. There's no flow to the video. It's like they have these creators around a campfire. They're like, guys, we have total control over the YouTube Rewind this year. What do you want to do? You know, like it's cute. It, it's fun. They have to do something. As if this YouTube Rewind is going to be much more in touch yeah, because yeah, the yeah. creators are creating it. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's even more out of touch. <laughs> exactly. They're like, we'll make them. Even though we're controlling it, we'll make them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't this the theme? Wasn't this the theme this entire year of YouTube was that big Hollywood is moving in? And all the small-time creators and even medium-sized creators and even large creators kind of hated that. The, you know, all the networks were moving in yeah. and kind of yeah. taking over. And I feel like this YouTube Rewind had a lot of that. You know what it was? Yeah, because w- why do we have uh, Trevor Noah in this thing? Or John Oliver? Yeah. Like, these, these are television personalities. They're not known for YouTube. Yes, they upload clips from their TV show to YouTube's platform. But you, they're not classified as a YouTuber. Yeah. You know, there's people out there that that are, make exclusive content for YouTube that need to be celebrated. Get these guys out. Of, yes, they're a known face. They got notoriety amongst a lot of people. But get them get them out. That's what annoys me. Ah, that's YouTube Rewind. The next topic, okay? I was driving by the movie theater the other day. Mm. And the new Transformers is coming out. And it's starring Haley Steinfeld. However, in this movie... Oh, <laughs> so, no. Man, I... Oh, no. <laughs> You know what I say, however, it's like, why am I so negative today, man? I hate yeah, this. Yeah, you know what? It's, it is dark and gloomy outside. And, you know, the other thing is that we're recording this at like a weird time where by the end of this recording, we're going to be in pitch black room just looking at each other. <laughs> it's like the transition of day to night. Literally no light. Yeah. <laughs> and I just see it fading away. Uh, so anyways, they've put her in the movie Transformers. Yeah. When I saw the trailer for it, they gave her like straight bangs and like a little... Like sort of a messy little haircut, you know, to show that she's like a small town girl, because you know? <laughs> they all have bangs and messy haircuts. <laughs> they put a plaid on her and they expect her to be wholesome. So the thing that frustrates me is I can't stand 
when they give an attractive girl the role of an outcast um, or the role of uh, an extremely socially awkward bullied girl. Society has this image of attractiveness. You know, we look at a, a small nose with no sort of oddities about it. You yeah. know, equal sized nostrils. There's no like bridge of the nose that's bent. A nose oddity. Yeah, a nose oddity. <laughs> so we look at that and we're like, okay, that's a good nose. Yeah. Who says like a big nose isn't a good nose? Who says a wide nose isn't a good nose? Well, I guess society, Hollywood, fashion magazines have made it like that, right? Mm -hmm. So you have this role, and this isn't specific to like Transformers. I also watched the movie Easy A last night with uh, Emma Stone. This attractive redhead, you're that good looking in high school. People know who you are. As, as self-centered or as, as crazy as that sounds, that's the truth. Attractiveness in high school is, is a big deal. And so when I look at these movies where they give these socially awkward roles or these bullied girls that are so attractive, it just it doesn't happen all that often yeah. compared to what they could be doing. Do you know what I mean? Or am I sounding like a giant no, no, asshole? No, 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 no. You don't sound like an asshole. I, th I think what you're trying to say, yeah, like just hire someone who isn't super attractive. No, man. And let's see. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> You're only at this point. Me, just, hold on. I'm okay with starting that. You're, you're, <laughs> you're only feeding this whole asshole mentality. People have just heard from me further. You're like, I think what Dan's trying to say is like, screw ugly girls. No, no, that's not what I'm. No, no. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is, okay, you have these movies, and the, the the plot line is, you know, we have Sally, and Sally's a bullied girl. Yeah. Uh, Sally is then gonna be. She's gonna become prom queen at the end of the movie. You know, it's a good feel-good story. But if Sally is already a 10 at the beginning of the movie and all they did was just didn't put makeup on her or just made her hair a little bit messy and yeah. wore, like, tomboy clothes, and then at the end they just put makeup on her, like, th there's, there's no difference. And what pisses me off is that people that are in high school, high school is a place where people make fun of you for having a weird nose or where your eyes are too far apart or you have crooked teeth. Mm. It's all about appearance. So if you give an, a role of a bullied girl who is attractive, who's a 10, it doesn't sit with most of the people that are in that situation. Yeah, it's not inspirational. I really don't know if I'm going to get this point across. <laughs> That's it. 100%. I don't know, man. I think I'm just in no, a no, negative no. mood today or something. I think I got it. What oh. you're trying to say, I think, Here is we go. <laughs> the Prince of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal. Instead of hiring Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> this one hit me hard. <laughs> Instead of hiring Jake Gyllenhaal, hire a Persian guy. Right. You know, if you're gonna hire a, you know, if you're gonna make a movie about this girl getting bullied, make and then you know, and then she overcomes things and she becomes the prom queen and everything, and it's a success story. You know, don't start off with an actress who's a ten, right? Because then that could like or drive society off in a better. Don't way. cast a supermodel. To play the role of a girl who wishes she was like prom queen. Exactly. Because the prom queens usually are the ones that most look like a model, let's be honest. 100%. It's a popularity contest, and popularity in high school is based off of appearance. Yeah. It is. I mean, maybe nowadays it's based off of Instagram followers. But when I went to high school, popularity was solely based off of appearance. Some 100%. of the coolest guys in my high school were the biggest douchebags. But they look good. But they look... <laughs> <laughs> they look good. They look good. Yeah. Actually, man, we went to high school. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we know the same it's people. Great. Exactly. You I know, know what you're talking about. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, but it's true. Like, um, mm. I don't know why I'm thinking of her right now, but do you remember Susan Boyle? I think on yes, yes. Oh, perfect example! Right? Oh my God! Finally, Amara knows what I'm saying. <laughs> so that is a success story through and through, right? And she came on, and truthfully, when I looked at her, I'm like, man, this is going to be the worst song I've ever heard. It's going to be and cringy. It's going to be cringy. Mm-hmm. This girl's from a small village. She doesn't know. Wait, was she from a small village? Yeah. Or are you just getting that because of her getup? No. Because <laughs> she wore I, like a ratty-ass dress, I remember. I'm pretty sure she's from a, like, I'm pretty sure I remember that she's from a small village. And if I don't, if she's from a big city, she's from then like, that feeds my point even more. She's probably from like right downtown London. But we're just like, oh, she's from a small town. Yeah. yeah. yeah look at that dress. Yeah. <laughs> which feeds my point exactly, which is yeah. she didn't look the part at all. Mm-hmm. But I swear to you, when she started singing, mm-hmm. like her just attractiveness just went up for me. Right. You right. know, because I'm like, now she's talented. She's all that. And and Amara see, doesn't date non-talented girls. <laughs> None. <laughs> Man. So what's your talent? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Amara, what can you do? <laughs> right. It, it's just like, I think she won everyone over because of that. Right. Well, and I, and hold if, on. Yeah. And X Factor. Was it X Factor? Was it Ameri- Britain's Got Talent? Yeah. Uh, it was one of those shows. Yeah. And they played it up. They're like, okay, next up we have Susan Boyle. She like clumps out with her like wooden clogs. Yeah. And Simon, <laughs> they show a face of him. He's like, oh, God, who's this going to be? And she's like, hi, I'm Susan. You know, they, the producer they, set her up. Yeah. They, 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 <laughs> they pr- promoted this whole thing. Even like the trailer of the show is like showing Susan Boyle. And we're yeah. like, okay, we're going to see a cringe thing. And then she can like crush it with her voice. They, of course, they're going to exploit that. Speaking of exploitation, by the way, I need to uh, not apologize, but I want to this, talk to th- this. No uh, good conversation starts like this. <laughs> Speaking of exploitation, I want to apologize. <laughs> not apologize. Man, we are not on a roll <laughs> He's today. He's already like, retracting the apology. No, with, <laughs> with you, because the last podcast we talked about, uh, I don't want to keep talking about it, man, but yeah. the whole virginity thing. Oh, you as in me. <laughs> no, I, I thought like the, you as in the audience. No, 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 no you, you, you. Oh, here we go. Uh, this got real for me. <laughs> well, we, we talked about the whole virginity story. Yeah. And I later then went out and put an Instagram story with that sound clip. Mm. And I showed it as a topic that we talked about, which we did. So I don't feel like I did anything wrong there. However, some people might have seen it as, why are you taking a specific clip from the podcast where you're talking about being a virgin at 27? And mm. I did that because... That is something you've chosen to share on here with me and the listeners, but also because, uh, yeah, it is something interesting about you mm-hmm. that would separate this podcast from everybody else's. You know, if we were like, "Hey guys, what's up? We're sharing the list of cool <laughs> tech this year," it's like there's a million people that do that. Yeah, no, I thank you, but I don't think you need to apologize for that. Um, it's not like it's not like we clickbaited anyone, or I'm like, yeah. Dan, we're going to talk about this because you're going to then exploit it and stuff. Honestly, that whole virginity talk, we had no idea. It was not a topic. Yeah, we that's just, true. That is we just true. started talking, and next thing we know, we're talking about my virginity, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think it was a, a you know a pretty significant part of the podcast. Man, it, that took up like 15 minutes of the podcast. Exactly. So, yeah. and, I, and I apologize for talking so much. <laughs> no, because you know what? The first one was heavily about interviewing you, so people got to know more yeah. about you and i think we did that in a really good way uh something i do want to incorporate is a happy news segment mm. happy positive stories from around the world and we share it with you guys because it's easy to be like brought your spirits brought down looking at the world as a, such a hateful negative place it's easy to do that and i said that in the last podcast because you have the news 
And when I was researching for this video of happy news, you know how hard it was to find happy news stories? So anyways, we're gonna do that right now. We're just gonna share. If you guys like this, tweet me at the Danocracy. Let me know if you want more of this. Yeah. But Amar, you have some stories. I've not heard these yet. I, I love this section. I'm trusting and you, by the way. Yeah, you really are. We're not off to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> I love this section. Um, it's actually something like I've always, always been interested in is to see, because everyone's like, you know, no one posts happy news anymore. But I also think, oh, what the fuck? Well, no. Be <laughs> <laughs> I saw. <laughs> you saw the speed bump? <laughs> <I> saw <laughs> you had so much confidence in what you were saying. I went in. I was like, you I love in. this. I saw you add a little <clears throat> voice, a little voice sound effect to your voice. And I saw your eyes just go, and there it goes. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this. I think what it is is that, you know, people are like happy news new happy news doesn't sell yeah you know, nobody cares about a lost dog found but no you know what? some people do care about that but there's some more significant stories out there that deserve attention mm -hmm. and this podcast by all means is meant to be something that you listen to and you either laugh with us or you feel better about your life or your struggles to know that you're not alone with them and that there is still a lot a lot of good out there in the world and maybe these stories can like they might be small but they could lift your spirits after the day, you know? That entire bit you just said, mm -hmm. I think, is a great intro. Okay, so guys, pretend that was all Amar's voice. <laughs> Say something, I'm going to try and copy you real quick. I think you should use that as an intro. Um, I think you should use that as an intro. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, okay. That's one thing to copy someone's voice, but <laughs> he, put, he put this, like, unconfident shrug on. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, man, we need cameras in here because uh, I'm a very visual guy with my body language. Yeah, yeah I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, share with us some of the stories you got. Start with the first one. Yeah, this first one. So, Deke Duncan. Deke? Deke Duncan. His name is Deke? D-E-K-E. Deke? Um, Sounds like a record scratch. Deke Deke Duncan. Deke Duncan. So, he has <laughs> a show called the Deke Duncan Show on Radio 77. Right? Oh, that's way down the list, eh? And man, this guy was everything. This is the radio channel you want. You know, it's happy. Um, okay, okay. It has good jingles. Uh, nice. He would cover everything. Mm -hmm. right? The only problem is, is he had the world's smallest audience. And so oh. his audience was a whopping one person. This is not a happy story. Who is his wife. Oh, it is a happy story. <laughs> so oh, it's a cute story. Yeah, he's been putting on the show every weekend for 44 years from his back garden shed <laughs> <laughs> and, and his radio, his radio, I guess, signal would tra transmit just to his house and his wife. Oh my wife, God, so it only goes like 10 feet? Yeah, yeah, and his wife, which I mean, I don't know, his wife would sit in the... Uh, in her house, in their house, turn on the radio and listen to <laughs> oh her husband, um, you know, the, the, the radio show host. And obviously, I mean, this guy did it for 44 years for his wife. I mean, you could see the passion behind it. You know, that's interesting. For 44 years, you were able to put on a show that only your wife could admire. But like, what if she was gone on like a girl's trip for the weekend? Do you still put it on? Like, you're still like, hey, everybody, it's Diggy here and yeah. listening out. Shout out to my wife, Rhonda. <laughs> Oh, Rhonda's away with her girls this weekend, so no one's listening right now. It's the all-request hour with Deke. <laughs> yeah. We have another request. And oddly, again, it's Elton John for the 10th time this hour. It's my favorite artist. But From caller DD. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Deke, I love that name. He obviously was very consistent. He's very passionate. 
And the happy part about this is BBC Radio heard about this guy, okay. Dickie Duncan. And for <laughs> you this... Hold on. His name is also even very small town. <laughs> like, that sounds like something a Dickie would do. <laughs> like, you, you wouldn't have, like, a, a Josh <laughs> no. that puts on a radio show for his wife. You have, like, a, a Dickie. Because yeah, it's, no. like, it's cute. It's, like, odd. Josh's don't go to the garden shed and put no. on a radio show. Only Deaky Duncan's. No, Josh is working like finance. Deaky <laughs> puts on a radio show for his wife. Anyway, so, yeah, so BBC Radio heard about this. I don't know how they heard about this. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. <laughs> somebody was driving by and just got the quick connection. Yeah, the only... And you're listening to Deaky Radio. <laughs> oh, what the hell is that? The only reader that could, like, the only audience that could share this newsworthy thing is his wife. Um, so, yeah, for this uh, Christmas... 2018 they're gonna play they're gonna give him his own one-hour radio show on bbc oh that's awesome so i love that and he just got his wish and he was crying when they gave it to him oh um yeah man dicky duncan he is 77 oh years man you didn't tell old? me he was an old man come on oh. man he's his name is his yes. name is dicky duncan <laughs> You think no, he's seventy three years old. Okay, and that's but definitely that, a, oh my god, it just got so much cuter. First off, anything that an old man does in in persistence is cute to me. Yeah. You know, like buying his wife flowers every Friday, even though he's like ninety. Yeah. That's mad cute. The fact that Deaky Duncan is still doing it at seventy seven and they gave him his radio show and he cried. Whenever I see an old person cry, it breaks my heart because I'm like, You should not be crying because yeah. you're so cute. No, Deaky was and man, he got it and he I mean the next thing he said was I just wish they could have done this when I was 29. I'm an old man now. Oh, stop. But oh man, that one that's oh my god, that's not negative but like sad as hell. We all we all I mean, maybe not a lot of people listening right now, but we all kind of struggle at some point in our life with wishing we can go back in time to change something or to have our youthfulness back. For the second happy news story, I'm going to share one now. Well, there was a small town in England, okay? It was like a picturesque mountain town. It was one of the ones where, like, the fog would come in the morning, leave for lunch, and maybe come back at dawn, dusk. Okay, This is where Susan Boyle's from. This is exactly where you'd picture Susan Boyle from. The houses made of old stone. Oh, my. Little, like, they've got sheep running around. This old man, he buys a car, mm. and it's a yellow... It looks like a yellow Ford Focus. Like, we're talking banana yellow. This oh, thing God. was so... Yellow and um, yellow is my favorite color, so I thought it was nice. Mm. Unfortunately, the neighborhood and the whole town thought it was an eyesore. Oh god! And they got mad. So one night, somebody smashed his windows and wrote uh, "move out" on like with marker on the side of his car. Now this obviously got around, and, and luckily society for the most part doesn't like to see old people get like sort of shit on like this. Mm -hmm. And a few weeks later. They had a massive, some organizers on Facebook organized a massive yellow car meetup. Oh, come on. In this town. Oh, that's so amazing. You had like Lamborghinis, Bentleys, even like old trucks coming in and they, they found a field and they just put all the yellow cars in there as a kind of like a screw you to the people. Oh, that that's amazing. And it's like, I love that story because people can be so arrogant and think that their opinion is the only one that matters. That, you know, I don't like your car. It's an eyesore to me. So I need to do something. No, that's not how the world works. Ugh. And luckily, that isn't how the world worked that that sort of week. Um, so that's, that's another beautiful. really happy story. And then eventually, I think they fixed his car or at least bought him a new yellow one. So it's cute. That, that's a good feel good. F you. Yeah. Ugh. OK, so now for our third <laughs> third story and final story of happy news. And guys, again, we won't do this. if You guys don't like it. But if you are enjoying it and you feel good. 
then let me know on Twitter or I don't know. Rub your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a it was a cold night in Wisconsin. It was a cold, chilly October night in Wisconsin. Um, Natalie Barnes, who is a bus driver, um, was driving her usual route when a nat- when a man named Richard got on and told her that he just lost his home. He had he had no money on him. Uh, just had the clothes that he would that he was wearing, and he had no home. And Natalie told him, "Hey, look, I get off at two forty-four a.m. Right, <laughs> which is a weird time to get off." By the way, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> she's almost done. She's like, "Well, I'm on this bus till two forty-four. Which, anyways, so she told him, "Hey, I'm going to be on this bus f- till two forty-four a.m. If you want, you can stay here for the night, um, and just you know, it's warm in the bus. You don't have to pay anything." And she, he just did the route with her the whole time. She also, after the end of every shift, yeah. she would take him out for dinner. Oh, um, so she would just buy him dinner, and um, that's cute. Yeah, they became friends. I've been looking down at my screen for five minutes, and I just looked up, and it got progressively darker. <laughs> like, oh no, no, sorry. Now sorry. I just completely <laughs> lost. Hold oh, on, sorry. I, <laughs> I uh, the light was actually starting to hurt my eyes, so I dimmed my screen when oh, we were okay. looking down. <laughs> I should have known because you. <laughs> you I looked up, up and I had like a lazy eye. Yeah, Where yeah, is it? Was like <laughs> It was like you were looking through me. Yeah. It was like you're like, okay, where? I know you're somewhere there. You were there two minutes. Yeah, see, look, there. there, there. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's getting really dark in this room. Yeah. That's a happy news. I like it. I kind of yeah. like it. I wouldn't mind having more of that. Um, we're now going to go to the advice portion. And this mm-hmm. is obviously the last ending part of the podcast is I like to end it with some sort of uh, answers to somebody's questions out there because somebody might be struggling with something or might just even just have a question about why do frogs have this? And you know, we're going to right now on the spot, figure out why we're not experts. So if it is something like frog related, we're not like scientists. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Frogophiles. A frogophile. <laughs> oh man, that's the worst. Okay. So I'm going to provide the, I just picked the, the first random three that I saw. These are the voice notes that they provided. And, uh, let's get to the first one. Okay. So as mentioned, I did put a tweet out. Um, if you guys don't follow me, it's at the Denocracy. That's where I kind of communicate uh, to organize these voice note stuff. If you guys want to remain anonymous, you write it in the email that your voice notes attached to. But he wrote, I'm from the UK and love your videos and I have a couple questions. Your advice will be appreciated. Thank you. Keep it up. Uh, this is from Jack. Oh. Well, Jack is such like a wholesome like UK name. Eh? 100%. Wears a scarf, you know? Yeah, definitely wears a scarf, like a red one. <laughs> yeah. It's a little longer on one side <laughs> over his shoulder. <laughs> okay, this is, this, this is Jack. Obviously, I've got a few questions. First of all, do you get the bus here? <laughs> second of all, um, so me and my girlfriend were dating about six months now. And it's getting to a point where we're very both busy. And I was just wondering, like, we hardly see each other like, once, like, at least once every two weeks. But I work with her like, every week, but it's not the same. So I wonder if you have any advice on like, how to work our busy schedules. Okay, I didn't, did you hear that? I think he needs advice with a girl. And from the audio, it seems like he's right beside the girl <laughs> that he needs advice. <laughs> Man, yeah, so I just, the first part, he, he, yeah, he's either in a prison and he illegally has a smartphone but still wants advice. Uh, or, yeah, he's, he's like right beside the girl. He's like, yeah, I just I see her once a week. I can smell her right now. So, so the first part, he referenced an old video of mine. I did a voice uh 
a voice uh, <laughs> voice changer. And yeah. I, I did this one with a girl. I was like, did you take the bus here? So that's what he's <laughs> referencing. It's like a, a, a video joke. So thank you, Jack, for watching my videos. Appreciate it. The second one is I imagine, yeah, that you uh, like a girl that he works with. Is that what it was? Yeah, and he sees her like every other week or once a week sometimes. Okay, so we're going to go with that. Even though it may not be that, we're going to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. I used to work at a sports store. And I had this crush on this girl that worked there. And uh, we often would work like once a month together. So every time I'd go into work, I'm like, okay, Dan, you got to make this one count, boy. <laughs> or live with one week of regret. Yeah, oh, no, no, three weeks with regret. Because oh, I only saw her once a month. Um, so I'd have to be extra funny. And, I'd have to, you know, it just got like that. So what you can do, and this is going to sound creepy, but anybody listening that is going to view this in a creepy way, stop, okay? View this as a cute, charming thing. Um, if she likes you too, then maybe you can try to switch shifts with somebody and, and just make it seem like, oh, look, we, we switched shifts mm -hmm. and look, we're working together. That's one. You have the benefit of getting a place where you guys are kind of forced to be in the same place with each other. That takes a lot of awkwardness away. The thing yeah. about dates and why they're awkward is because you go on a date and you're like, what do we do now? Yeah. Like, it's not going so well. What do we do now? Well, if you're working with a girl and it's awkward, just be like, oh, I see a customer in my section. You know, Boom. you guys have to be there. So you're in a good place, um, and if you got if you want to get to talk to her more, just switch shifts uh, with some other people and just say, "Oh, I got hockey," <laughs> yeah. or "I got something," you know. Or sell her some running shoes and be like, "Oh, you want to ma maybe we can go jogging sometime and take these for a run." <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> maybe that's too corny. <laughs> no, it works if he's at a sporting store. <laughs> oh, that's true. This is he could be a florist. This is getting very niche. Oh man, if he's a florist, it writes itself. Speak, hey Donna, they brought in extra roses. I figured these ones would be for you. <laughs> I feel like your voice was Donna's voice right there. Yeah. <laughs> hey Jack, <laughs> good to see you after a month of not working together. <laughs> good riddance. Okay, next one. This next one is from her name's EM, M, and then KB. Sounds like I'm saying an acronym. Isn't that the YouTuber MKBHD? Oh, that's Marcus the, Brownlee. Oh my God, maybe it's him. Maybe he needs tech advice. This is uh, M. Hi, Dan. I love your videos. Do you have any advice on how to eat a hard shell taco without getting it everywhere? Oh, these are the questions I was kind of hoping for eventually. 100%. <laughs> yes, okay. we do. M, thank you. Uh, yes, I do. Here's how you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah eat in one bite. <laughs> no, but seriously. Um, it's You have to bite into these really carefully. Because I was going to say, maybe just spritz it with some water, make it a little soggy so it kind of has some flex to it. But nobody wants a soggy taco. Mm. Right? I don't. Yeah, me, <laughs> me neither. So what you do is you hold the bottom and you put your lips around the part. Oh, God. This is sounding like an instructional video for a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just deep throw the entire yeah. <laughs> No, no, okay. <laughs> Here's what you do. So when you go to take a bite of this taco, wrap your lips around the part that you're actually biting down on so that it, it, it uh, absorbs some of the vibration so it doesn't crack further down the taco. I see. You're you know saying I mean? make some space between your lips and teeth. The teeth yeah. crack it, the lips the, catch it. Yeah. <laughs> Holy like it. shit. <laughs> yes, we're making acronyms now. The teeth crack it, the lips catch it. There you go. Old El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Pretty much, that's that's my way of doing it. Would you agree or? Yeah, I agree. I would also say you know use gravity to your advantage here. Also, right? eat it eat it facing up. Yeah. So you face up, 
the cracks the cracks fall down your lips catch it we already talked about this no but then you're gonna get (laughs) like lettuce on your nose everything's gonna fall out (laughs) look she didn't say i don't want lettuce on my nose she just said i don't want (laughs) anything to fall out okay guys if you want advice advice, you need to be specific with amar okay specific with your questions please tell us how you're which direction you're eating this taco thanks m okay (laughs) (laughs) that's a great question though okay and the last one we have is brett I'm just going to say Brett. I don't want to say the last names here, but it's Brett. And his voice note says Five Hats Dining Facility. <laughs> and his email, his email says, not sure why it's titled Five Hats Dining Facility. Don't know how to fix that. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Weird problem. <laughs> Man, why, do you, why does your phone just be, okay, let's name this one Five Hats Dining Facility. Okay, so this is Brett. Hey, Dan. My name is Brett. I joined the Navy in May of 2018. I got stationed in Maryland this November. I started dating this girl at the beginning of October. The relationship is great. There's no issues at all. She's amazing everything I've been looking for. And she decided to move to Maryland from Texas just to be with me about two weeks from now. December 15th to be exact. She found a place to live and a job and all that and hasn't asked to help me and hasn't asked for help with any bills or anything. This girl's amazing. Being in the military has a lot of benefits, especially if you get married. Now, here's where I need help. Is it a bad idea or just crazy to marry her in the spring, given the short amount of time? I know it's only been a few months, but when you know, you know. Plus, it would help with bills like you get housing and medical and all that. I'm scared to ask, but I'm also ready. If you think it's a good idea, how should I ask her? I was thinking go to D.C. and ask her when the cherry blossoms are blooming any ideas would be great thank you so much okay wow wow casanova brett wow so first off thank you so much for listening brett and uh thank you for your service as yeah. well that's a it's, it's pretty huge so from what i've heard from what, everything you explained the backstory you guys have what was it he's dating for a short period of time is short that period of time um but he knows but he knows what i think his question lies in is how does he know he, she will say yes well, there's a lot of signs for one. She's willing to move closer to you. That's a huge thing, man. Like, especially because I used to live in Texas and Texans very rarely want to leave Texas because they have everything they need there. Mm. It's the Lone Star State. And that's definitely their mentality, too. Uh, that's a very weak point. The fact. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> no, it works. It I was sense. just trying to flex some knowledge. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so she left from there, moved up to Maryland near you. Um, yes, it's a short period of time. Marriage isn't something that you have to wait two years before it happens. It's it's literally different for everybody. I think I read an article saying that the best time is to wait after two years of dating. Mm. Um, and that's just because two years is enough time to go through a lot of experiences with that person and see how they react. Uh, in two years, you're bound to have a tough time with them. You're bound to go through a lot of arguments with them. And that's enough time to kind of figure out, will you guys make it in the long run? Because you can date somebody for two years, but can you date them for 35 years? That's the, that's the question, and that's the dream. And this is definitely something you could talk to her about, too, is like, hey, what is your thoughts on marriage? And if right away she's like, ugh, it's not for me, then maybe just go back to the jeweler and <laughs> return the <laughs> ring. But uh, you seem to be a guy that is a romantic because you're already planning it in your head before you've even popped the question, and that shows that you got some emotion, and you're invested in this girl. Um, you've said that she's perfect, everything's awesome so there's no red flags going to washington dc with the cherry blossoms that's cute that's amazing um another way you could do it is 
if there is some sort of inside joke you guys might have, then then you might be able to incorporate that inside of your proposal. Here's a good way though, and I and I do know people that have done this. What you do is you go to a place that might be special for you. Okay, maybe during sunset when it's like the most sexual. You know what I mean? Or most like emotional. I guess is a better word. Marriage <laughs> uh, proposals being sexual. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, will you blow me <laughs> for the rest of my life? Um, no. So what you do is you go there and you say, let's take a selfie. And you take a selfie. And what you do is behind her back, you hold the ring open behind her head. Okay. Beautiful. So it's in the selfie, but she doesn't see it. She thinks it's a normal selfie. Then you review the photo. She goes back to looking at the sunset. You go, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Look at, look at the background of this photo. You show her the phone. When she's like zooming in on the phone and sees the ring, she's like, oh my God. She turns around. You're already on one knee. Boom, baby. Will you marry this Sunset, dick? cherry blossoms. Everything is good. Oh my God. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's like on top of that, even better, you have a photo to memorialize the moment that it was about to happen. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. Ella genius. Yeah. What about um, you? How would you propose? I honestly, for me, the proposal is all about the girl, you know, because for me personally, I'm like, I'll do anything to do the proposal. I'll make it like the biggest event, the smallest event, a very intimate thing. The smallest event. (laughs) Nobody say anything. (laughs) No food, no balloons. Me me watching and Deke Duncan. (laughs) Listening (laughs) to his weekly show. (laughs) Deke Duncan. (laughs) We have a caller who wants to uh, propose. Honey, honey, we have a caller. (laughs) Um, yeah, but I think it's all about like what the girl wants because there are some girls who are terrified of a public proposal. There are some girls who would love, you know, a Disney World proposal, true, things like that. True. Uh, so I think it all depends on the girl. Uh, and it, also for Brett, I think one thing that he was asking is like, "Hey, I want to marry this girl quick or ASAP so I can give her the benefits of being in the military, right?" As like well, a military yeah, wife. yeah, I mean that's a that's again that's a thing that's coming from his generosity. He cares about her. He wants her to be cared yeah. for. Uh, but don't let that be a decision factor to rush it. Exactly. That that's what I was gonna say is the next step for you is natural, which is she's gonna come to Maryland to live with him. Mm-hmm. Is that December fifteenth. Yeah, this is like in a few yeah, days. So I, I would you know I would see how you guys live together. You know. Yeah. Don't be like the first box that puts down. Like, honey, marry me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. That's true. Wait. You know, because yeah. when you live with someone, that's when you see like so many of their. Uh, faults and also so much of what makes them such a special uh person right so i would wait you know live together see how that goes and then in the springtime if you know you know 100 percent wait that's a really good point you're about to embark on a new experience your relationship which is a natural progression you guys live together yeah you're gonna experience each other in a whole different way um here's an example i used to date a girl and I never knew she talked in her sleep until she like started kind of like staying at my place for like sort of weeks on it. Mm. Um, this was like, oh my gosh, years and years and years ago. And one night we were sleeping and we were actually sleeping and she started talking. She talked like she was, she would, this happened a lot. Mm. And so she talked and she said, my dad is coming through that door right now. And this was like maybe one of the first times that she slept <laughs> over. And so me being half awake, I'm like, oh my God. Her, I looked at my bedroom door and meanwhile her dad would have to get through, like all the way to this part of the, like, this is a different city he would have to like come in the building get past security buzzer get, code find my my house you know like there was a lot but when you're half asleep this doesn't 
like yeah 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 register pop. yeah it doesn't register so I'm looking at my door and I start sweating I'm like oh my god her dad's gonna come through that door like right now and I look over and she's still sleeping I'm like you're cool with this I'm gonna get my ass beaten with you in my bed you know so I remember like freaking out for like a solid five minutes and I'm like wait a minute no 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 that's not gonna happen like yeah. this was I was in college and this was in London Ontario which is about uh, an hour and a half away from Toronto so I was like hold on okay it's it's like two a.m. He's not going to come in this door. He's got to get through my front door and then my bedroom. So there was a lot that went in. But that was something I only learned about her was when I started to actually kind of spend like long periods of time with her where she actually stayed with me on end, you know? Um, So who knows, man? Maybe she like has smelly ass feet or maybe she like farts really loud when she sleeps. These are things that you can get by, by the way. I don't want to sound super. Yeah, shout out to all the sleep talkers. I sleep talk. I sleep walk. I snore. And shout outs to you guys who do that. You're lovely people. They're don't all like, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> don't listen to Dan. <laughs> no, no, you're lovely people. It just it creeps all of us non-sleep talkers out. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you know, if you have no, fun wait. with the conversation. <laughs> because it doesn't make sense. You know, yeah. it, it started to spread to me. Because one time I said, oh, we need five red dots. <laughs> and she was like, what? And I remember cluing in and I'm like, oh my God, she's going to hold this against me forever. Unless I like clarify it. So I was like, no. I was like, what? No, I didn't say anything. I, I said, I, I coughed, you know. Five red cocks. Five red cocks. No. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I, no, I, I, I said five red cocks. <laughs> I, I definitely don't need five red. Yeah, anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, Brett, great question. Super cute question. You know you're ready, but marriage is a two-way street. Relationships are 50-50. And you may be ready, but it doesn't mean she is. Mm-hmm. She's making a huge gesture to come out there, move across the country to be with you. Absolutely. But wait and see. Get a gauge once you guys are living together and ha- have a conversation if yeah. you guys are going to spend the rest of your life together you can easily talk about marriage mm-hmm. don't just be like hey we're gonna go washington dc i'm gonna propose i'm all for like the surprise of proposals don't don't ruin that but but get a feel for it yeah this this is it is pretty quick so so that was the last of our advice questions if you guys have any sort of questions you want asked or answered sorry i messed that up in the last one uh you can send an email to danocracy advice at hotmail.com. Oh, sorry, Gmail. What am I saying? <laughs> Let me try that again. Danocracyadvice at gmail.com. Uh, I posted it on Twitter. If you guys have any questions, you can tweet me at the Danocracy. Uh, Amar, do you have any way they can contact you? No. I'm going to hold off on plugging okay, my so, Instagram so maybe, for a while. Okay, so don't contact Amar at all. I'll smack you. Don't contact me. Only contact me. Uh, so yeah, anyways, if you guys have any uh, questions you want answered... Reach out, denoxyadvice at gmail.com, and you might be able to be in the next one. So, yeah. Again, we have a really terrible ending here, but that is the ending of <laughs> podcast number two. Next podcast, um, we will fake promise to have an intro. <laughs> we will fake promise to have uh, a podcast name. This is true. And um, a better outro. Yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, I love you. I'm not sure about Amar. That's my thing. I, I always say I love you to people. Yeah. A little too soon sometimes. Okay, okay, so we love you guys. I love you. You know you're loved by us. Even if you are going throughout life right now feeling like you're not loved. I love you. There's two guys uh, that whisper into mics like this. I love you. I love you. Oh, <laughs> there's a little kiss there. Okay, guys, uh, now we're just dragging on. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Please share this podcast with some of your friends. Um, I will have Dan Oxy merch, by the way, coming out this week uh, if you're listening to this when it went up. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next week. Love you. Love you.